Hi everyone and thank you for joining us. You're listening to the big podcast in partnership with the Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. This season we are celebrating women in trade. I'm Leila Gunter and coming up on this Equality in Trade podcast, we're going to be talking to Anna Kafur, a planner in construction in Glasgow, a master's student studying quality management and a volunteer for a number of different roles. The main one being the Chartered Institute of Building for tomorrow's leaders, amongst many others. She absolutely loves her job and various volunteering roles. However, she didn't begin her career until she was 28. She tells us how scared she was of starting out all over again and how she felt she'd left it too late. Luckily, friends told her to get a grip. (laughs) And so she began her journey into the world of construction. And what a journey it is. Listen on to find out more. Honestly, I don't know how she does it. But Anne is an amazing lady with so much to give back, truly inspiring. But first, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. And if you want to contact us or find out what else we've been up to, you can follow us on our socials. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so, Anne, you kind of reached out to us over um, Clubhouse, I believe. Um, you yep. spoke to Luke. Yeah. Um, and you've got an amazing story to tell, um, which I'll go into the mo- at the mo- in a moment. Um, so could you just explain a little bit about what you do at present? And then maybe we can kind of go back into your past and kind of explain your journey to yep. get to where you are. Okay, so yeah, at the moment I'm a construction planner. I work for a contractor in Glasgow and um, my day-to-day is construction planning, scheduling of projects, um, which I love. I love my job. Um, It's really good. It's really interesting. And um, I'm also studying a little bit. I'm just finishing off my master's degree in quality management. And I also volunteer in a number of different roles, um, the main one being with the Chartered Institute of Building and their Young and New Professionals group, the Tomorrow's Leaders. Um, and I volunteer with the Girl Guiding with Brownies as a STEM ambassador and also with an online um, built environment social media called Collabed. Amazing. So you are a busy lady. <laughs> I can be, yes. <laughs> um, and so uh, obviously you've got to this stage where you're an ambassador and you're not, you're advising and you're kind of, um, you're wanting really to give back to society. But yep. where has that all stemmed from? Why, why have you got this great big drive to do that? I didn't have opportunities when I was younger. Um, and Well, I, I say I didn't have opportunities. That's probably not. I didn't have the opportunities I wanted to get. Um, I left school with literally just standard grades. Um, didn't have, you know, any sort of other qualifications. And I didn't. I wasn't able to go on um, and study at that time. Um, I had a situation where I was homeless for a wee bit. And, um, you know, just some sort of really challenging times around that time. Sort of 17 um, years old. Um, and then... I kind of got stuck in what I call the hamster wheel of life, um, where you work, you you know, you go to your job, you work, you sleep, you have bills to pay and things like that. By the time I got somewhere to live and, um, you know, I had bills and, you know, you just have to get on and do what you have to do. So um, yeah. I got stuck in that rut really um, for a number of years um, and I didn't want to... Um, I didn't really know how to get out of it, you know, I didn't really know. Um, And I just decided I'd always really been interested in construction. Um, And a friend of mine said, well, what's stopping you? And, you know, it was, well, you don't have qualifications. It's always easy to make the excuses, you know, I don't have this, I don't have that. I'm I'm scared. Uh, You know, I'm I'm 28 now. I don't want to go back to college. I'm 
my time's passed, so I just need to get on. And he said, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you are only 28, get a grip, you know. Yeah. And, um, but you think, you know, you think if kind of, because everyone, you know, the, the dumb thing is to do it when you're early 20s. So yeah. um, I felt like I'd kind of missed the boat um, almost. And um, he said, well, why don't you just apply to a few places and see what you need to do? So, yeah. you know, you're saying your maths isn't great. Great. Well, that's fine. At least you know that. That's At least you know what your problem is. Why don't you apply to some places and see what, what you can do to get in next year? maybe not this year what you can do next year can you take a maths class you know to get up to the level you want to go so I was like yeah yeah okay and I kind of you know you have that sort of thing we just go yeah okay um yeah I'll do that to sort of get him like off your back yeah and um then I went away on my holiday that year and when I was coming home I was on the train um I'd went to Bruges it was lovely and then that sort of holiday fear that you get coming home and you're yeah. just like I do not want to go back to this job now, and what were you going back to what was the job um I was in hospitality and retail I was doing a couple of different jobs at the time um and it's not that I didn't like my job. I was just yeah. like, I just cannot do this forever. You know, I, I was fed up. Um, I was fed yeah. up that day to day. And I was just like, I'm applying. So I sat on the train on the way home and literally applied to a few colleges. <laughs> it was it was literally like that. Yeah. Because um, it was just, you know, you just get fed up, I think, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, what I think- have I got to lose? I'm just, let's just do it. You know, <laughs> so, so that's what happened. Um as it was, I got um, didn't really think much of it, put it to the back of my mind, went back to work, got back on the hamster wheel, happy days, you know, just got back stuck in. And a couple of weeks later, I got a, an invitation to go to an interview, um, which was down at Sterling. Now, this is about three and a half, four hours away from where I lived at the time. Yeah. Um, but there weren't many places in Scotland that offered courses that I was interested in so yeah um I thought you know what I'm just going to go down on my day off hadn't told anyone hadn't even told the friend that was bugging me about it um and I just thought I'm just going to go down on the train I'll have a nice day out a day out to Sterling happy days you know um and you know maybe I can see maybe I can ask and see if what I can do to get there for next time um and I went down to the interview um and they offered me a place on the course starting in four weeks time it was like an end it was nc built environment yeah um, and they were like yep yeah, the course it starts in four weeks though is that going to be okay for you and i'm like yeah 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 and i just i, I agreed to it in the meeting <laughs> and then i'm like what are you doing you like you, you, you live four hours away um and then that night i just I, I went home and i put my notice in on my flat and my job and i just jumped at the opportunity because i thought this is my opportunity and yeah. if I don't take it who knows will I ever get back to get another chance so everyone thought it was a bit crazy because I hadn't mentioned it to anybody <laughs> nobody knew <laughs> thought I was just having a day out um, and you know four weeks literally four weeks later to the day I moved down to Sterling I said goodbye moved to town I didn't know anybody and I just yeah I started college the next day four weeks later and um you know, here I am. I've, the rest I've is history. Yeah, as they say, the rest <laughs> is history. I've made it work. You know, I just, I thought, you know, if things don't work out in Sterling, there's plenty of hospitality and retail opportunities down there. It's a tourist place. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'll just move. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad I did. You know, yeah. I'm so glad that I did because it's given me, it's changed my life. And, you know, I really do. It sounds cheesy. It sounds like the wee X Factor story there. Like it's changed my life. But construction really has changed my life. You know, it's, it's given me so much. 
that before just weren't on the table. You know, I'm, I've, I've learned to drive. Um, I bought my first house. I've got my husband. You know, so it's all. Um, yeah, so yeah. I've got my husband. Like he's. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah. I found my husband. Um, you know, and you know, studied to be in postgraduate level. Um, I'm working towards my chartership with the construction. Um, with the Chartered Institute of Building and you know I'm now I'm in a position where I'm able to volunteer and give those opportunities back to people because I didn't have anyone really signposting me when I was 17, 18. I didn't have those people signposting me, I didn't have that yeah. network, I didn't know anyone, I didn't have people to reach out or and to say you know come we can show you the way to, to get into this job that you want. Yeah. I just didn't have those opportunities so um, for me that's why I want to give back is to make sure that I can show other people who may be having challenges, maybe not having challenges. Yeah. Um, if they are, you know, I want to be the, the person that can sort of signpost them to a path that gives them opportunity, really. And that's, yeah. that's what I do. It's an incredible journey. I mean, so let's go back to school days. Yep. <laughs> so school <laughs> days. <laughs> let's rewind. Uh, so did you at any stage at school kind of think, oh, I want to work in construction back then? Yeah, well, I actually, I actually was really interested in doing architectural technology back then. Okay. Um, but then I realised I didn't really want to spend all my time in an office, and I wasn't really good at drawing, so <laughs> that was yeah. wiped off. Um, I did, like I say, that I was really interested in that. One of my friends, she, um, her father was an architect, um, and I was really kind of interested in that. Um, I, I, again, probably lack of confidence, but I never ever thought I could be an architect because you just. You know, when, you, yeah. when you're sort of that low confidence, you just don't yeah. think you can do things, you know. Yeah. Because you're told that you can't and you're told that, you know, these things are open for you. So, so who um, was telling that you couldn't do these things and why do you think you had low confidence? I think just teachers, family, you know, people like friends, you know, people that, you know, yeah. that were around you um, just because of where you come from. You know, you come from sort of like there's I guess in, in sometimes in society there's things that are expected of certain groups of people and it's if you come from here then that's what's expected and if you come from here that's what's expected so yeah you know you don't always have the same outlook because you, you're always going to probably veered away from it and told to you know go on to more realistic yeah options and things like that you know and not sort of shoot big and things like that and plus where I came from at the time you know there wasn't a great deal of construction opportunities it's quite a small place um quite a small town there are much more things happening up there now um obviously being near Aberdeen there was the oil and gas and things but again that was kind of you know it, it wasn't it, certainly I didn't have anyone guiding me to say that that could be a route in or anything so yeah when you don't have that guidance you don't know what you don't know and you know it's hard to find routes in it's hard to navigate yeah. Um, a, a new field when you when you know nothing about it, you know. And yeah, you, yeah. And, you know, and what, what was school kind of like projecting to you then? What were they trying to advise you to do? What, what were they? Um, well, literally, uh, like, well, I, I I always had good <clears throat> grades in school, so I think that there was that expectation that I would stay on and things like that. But um, the problem I did have at school and the reason I didn't stay on um, to sixth year was they refused to allow me to do all the technical subjects at that time because I was a girl and you know it was, that was explicitly said you know oh. at the time that you need to you know broaden your horizons and I was I was sort of strongly encouraged to do home economics and biology and one technical subject rather than the three technical subjects but that was all I was interested in you know so it, and I'm just like I'm not staying here 
you know. Yeah, that's crazy, so, isn't so it? I, I didn't, you know, because that was just what was advised at the time, you know, and I don't, you know, yeah. you know, it's easy to look back and, you know, feel angry about it and, you know, it is wrong, but, you know, it's how things are um, and, mm. you know, it's how, well, it's certainly how things were. Um, yeah. It's getting better now, you know, Um you know, I am angry a little bit about it, but at the end of the day, being angry is not going to change it. What the yes. best thing I can do now is to make sure that it doesn't happen to someone else. Yeah. You know, is to make sure yeah. that other people know the strength of the technological subjects, the strength of that career path and, and actually the value in it. A lot of people still don't know that. A lot of people still see construction as, you know, think something to do if you failed at everything else. You yeah. know, and it's, it's wrong. Um, and, you know, for me, what I do in my volunteer roles is to try and change that, try and, you know, um, I'm one person, but, uh, you know, I can change a viewpoint here or there. I can show somebody the way over over here, you know. Um, and, yeah, just trying to change that image, I guess, about yeah. what it is with parents and teachers because, you know, there's still that sort of um, divide about what construction is and who it's suitable for. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, it's it was never plugged as something for people who did well um, at school, and and again, that's absolutely wrong because there's so many job opportunities, so many different um, you know career paths that you can take within construction that do actually need people who have got degrees. You know, most construction management roles just now are degrees or you know trades backgrounds. So you've got to have studied, you know, even a trade. You know, it, people have studied for a period of time and with experience. So um it's it's for everybody you know and it is yeah absolutely for everybody there's something in construction no matter whether you're good at school or not being good at school it's not the be all and end all you know probably teachers going ah um <laughs> you know everybody's got something they're not great at you know yeah um, you might be great at school academically that's fabulous come to construction you might not be great academically that's also fine come to construction there's something for you there's different yeah. routes and you know there's apprenticeships graduate apprenticeships university routes there's hundreds of different ways to make it in this in this industry um yeah you know so with that so because because obviously you've made it in and you said you didn't carry on your with, with your studies um and you said you were then homeless for a bit as well yeah. like were you literally homeless like on the streets yeah. or wowzers and yet yeah. so it's so how did you manage to overcome that and then go on to retail and then actually then actually come back and go to college so I mean for that's me, such it big was, steps yeah I mean it was huge um and it was the kind it was the kindness of um strangers almost you know uh, yeah. and, uh, strangers who became family really but um you know people who looked out for me and sort of helped me get back on that track um I'd met a boy at the time and um his parents um helped me um, and sort of took me in a little bit until I got my own place. Um, and, they, you know, they were fabulous. And if it hadn't been for them, goodness knows what. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the kindness of people who, you know, had no obligation to me at all, but just were nice people and just wanted to help. Um, and, you know, for, for them, they took me in. And like I say, because I was then at that point, staying with them, got into, uh, you know, another job. Um, helped me find uh, you know a job locally to where they were and um, then helped me like when I got my first wee flat they helped me honestly they were amazing they decorated for me they helped me find furniture oh. all everything you know yeah um, and it, it, you know that I say got through that and then just got sort of 
on that, um, you know, working sort of to pay the yeah. bills type of sort of yeah. situation. So, yeah, yeah. And then you obviously, as you said, you then decided you were, um, so the pinnacle moment was when you were coming back from holiday yeah. <laughs> and you've obviously applied and then you kind of got into the unit, um, into your college choice. Yeah. What was the, I didn't know, I didn't catch, what was it, NC was the college yeah, title? So, the college um, course was NC in Built Environment was my access yeah. course. And yeah. then I went on and did a HNC in Construction Management. And then I went on to university to do Construction Project Management from there. Yeah, wow. Well, so that college experience sounds like it must have been a really positive one, was it? It was or? amazing. It was oh, um, so good. Fourth Valley College in Stirling and Falkirk. And um, the lectures there were amazing, certainly with my maths hang up that I had um, because I, well there, there was about three different maths teachers there and they, they all kind of showed me things in different ways and eventually I got around it um, but they, they were very much showed me how it applied to the industry and what I needed why you need to see this so this is why you need maths it, it wasn't just a case of here's a bunch of numbers and you know sort it out and give me the answer it was this is why you need to know this and this is how it applies so obviously that was much more powerful for me in terms of learning how to understand it um so that was a big thing for me but also just the, the lecturers there were super supportive um it was because of them that i got in with the ciob as well because they suggested you know you should go here and network and you know being a woman in construction you're probably gonna have to you know get out there a wee bit do some networking and uh, you know try and see what you what you want to do after college sort of time so um you know it, it was at their suggestion that i started sort of going to the ciob um, and I went along there um, and went to my first network and didn't know anyone. I was so frightened. And um, yeah, and now I've been volunteering with them for about six years now. Oh, so. amazing. So um, when you kind of like started the course, what were, what, how was the ratio of male to females? Was it kind of... Uh... In, in the college course, I was the only female um, no way. <laughs> in that class. Um, in yeah. the NC environment, there was around 20 of us, I think. Okay, what's the NC? Sorry, I don't really understand. So it's that like an access course. So it's like a okay. level below HNC. It's like an entry sort of level okay. into NC level. Yeah. Um, it's called national certificate rather than okay. higher national certificate. Um, yeah. So it's um, like an entry point, um, which was actually really good and really valuable for me because because I didn't have that maths confidence that gave me that extra year without having to like jump straight into HNC. It yeah. gave me that sort of you know core skills kind of back it again. I'd been away from education for so long. Well, I say yeah. so long. It was like you know 10, 12 years, but um, because I'd been away, you know the confidence about writing reports and you know just how you do those things and the computer skills you know in 10 years that's a long yeah time in technology world yeah yeah um, so it was how do you go about all that so that year just gave me a really nice sort of settling in yeah know, picking up picking up old skills type of year yeah. you know um and the support and just you know finding my feet almost um which is really nice so yeah it was really positive but then, um, so then you were the only woman and, and actually this is, so I've spoken to a few women now and actually, yeah. interestingly, a lot of them have kind of gone from late 20s back into education yeah. as well, which is a big step, isn't it? Because I guess there was yeah. younger younger people there as well, which is kind of challenging in itself, but then to also be the only female, how were the guys that were on the course, how did they respond to you being the only female? Um, mostly fine, um, yeah. you know, mostly 
totally fine. I think I was, they probably see me as like mother hen. It probably felt like I was like old enough to be their mom sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was a little bit of that, but um, they were all really gracious with it, you know. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of sort of like, oh, well, you know, you, you do well because you're a woman and all that. And, you know, there's almost that sort of insinuation that, well, you know, you're getting something because you're a girl sort of thing or you're yeah. getting better grades because, you know, maybe they feel sorry for you or something like that. There was always that sort of like undertone. Um, but I always just say to them, well, you know, if you want to be as good as me, then just have to be as good as me, you know, <laughs> just like a little harder, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of them were, a lot of them worked really hard, but, you know, there was always just that sort of um, undertone, but never, ever from the lecturers, never once, um, all through my education, there's never been once that sort of insinuation, um, yeah. all the lecturing staff and teaching staff that I've come into contact with in construction are amazing you know just really great people and have really helped my career um all the mentors as well that i've had um brilliant you know um and that is why it's so important yeah that's and that's that's great to hear because obviously that's where it's all kind of stemming from and that's where like yeah. all the kind of ideologies of the students are going to come from as well so Definitely. this is this is so important that the the staff and the lecturers are actually kind of you know for for this moment in time forward thinking and thinking yeah. you know it is it's for everyone Check out designandbuilduk.net and go to the Women in Construction Awards section. On there, you'll be able to nominate any wonderful women, men and companies for one of our upcoming awards for 2023. On there, there's also a section for Women in Construction and Infrastructure Hub, where we're creating a community of women across the construction and infrastructure sector who are going to be passing each other work and inspiring each other. Due to launch in October, so if you just fill out the whitelist details, we'll keep you updated. Thanks for joining us on the Big Doug podcast in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. Today we've been talking to Anna Kaffer, a planner in construction in Glasgow, a master's student studying quality management and a volunteer for a number of different roles, the main one being the Chartered Institute of Building for Tomorrow's Leaders, amongst so many others. She's a busy lady. So once you've kind of graduated from your college, um, what roles have you then taken on and what's your experience been within those roles as a female and just kind of like within the industry as well? So I started a work placement when I was doing my HNC year. Um, we actually got an opportunity with one of the local construction firms to like, you know, they would come in and give us interviews and stuff at the college. Um, and then, you know, the, the two best people got a work placement. So I was one of the, those people um, who managed to secure a work placement. And then I got another work placement through one of the networking events I'd went to with the CIOB. Um, someone had phoned me up a few weeks later and said, we've got an opportunity for someone to do a work placement would you be interested and i'm like i'm just i'm a hnc level i don't know if i'm what you're looking for i thought that you know at that time i thought work placements were for people who were you know beyond that stage i just no 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 that's exactly what we're looking for um you know come come along we'll have a chat we'll look at your cv and stuff like that and um then i got my first work placement um and i was just doing some it was like a couple of days a week for i think maybe six or eight weeks sort of the days that i wasn't at college really yeah um just sort of you know site <clears throat> admin and just you know having a shadowing really the project manager but just sort of helping him with site admin and um an opportunity to look around look at drawings that sort of thing it was quite a obviously you know first stage kind of thing but um 
that was great. That company then offered me a um, a summer placement over the summer that year between my HNC and the HNB year to work on that same site. Um, but it was going to be a paid placement and it was for the whole summer. So it was like a good, you know, and it was full time as well. So it was, you know, wherever the summer was, six or eight weeks or uh, between courses, um, full time. So that, that was an amazing experience, um, really good. Um, and then the same company then, when I went back to HND, I thought, you know, well, that's I'm going to be cut off sort of thing. Um, and I'd always, I'd, I'd kept a bar job as well as I was going along, because obviously I needed to pay bills and things like that. So I'd kept yeah. a bar job. And then that same company then offered me a job for the two days that I wasn't in university, but at their head office um, uh-huh. doing design coordination. Um, so I, I did that and stayed with them. And then I stayed with them right through and I did my, when it came time to do my industrial placement, so like your sandwich placement, um, they term it different things in different universities, but um, it's usually industrial or sandwich placement. Um, I did a nine months stint of working with them full time and doing the design coordination role um, right up until then. And then I, I decided to leave that role at that point because I, I wanted to explore site-based opportunities and that company wasn't you know, as keen um, to for me to go down that way, that they, they wanted to keep me in the sort of design coordination. They felt that that was the best um, opportunity, and I felt like I wanted to explore something different. Um, so I decided to explore that, and I got another job with a company doing um, trainee assistant site manager, and I did that for eighteen months right up until my graduation. Um, I loved that. Really great experience being out on site, and um, you know the amount that you learn being on site is just it's great. It's exciting. You know, it was it was really good. Uh, again, uh, you know, a really good company. Um, really, I was I, I was I think I was the only woman site person um, at that company, um, but they were you know they were quite an open company. That you know they wanted women. They had lots and lots of women working in different roles. You know, um, but not not so much on site. Um, and I was embraced well there. You know, I had a great project manager, um, a guy called Davy, who um, was an amazing mentor, um, sort of old school joiner, uh, worked up to site manager and senior site manager level, um, but really great. You know, we'd take you out and show you problems on site, take you out and show you how to fix things and how to do things. And, um, you know, he was really good at people management as well. And yeah. um I was quite good at that anyway because of my hospitality background. I've always kind of had that kind of ability with people, but um, he showed me how to apply that on site, you know, and how to talk to the guys. And um, and I, honestly, that, it was a great site. Um, I was on the same site for 18 months. It was a big job, 171 units. Um, but, you know, it, I didn't have any problems, you know. There was the odd, you know, you the odd cheeky one um, that thinks they know better. But um, most people, I think, once they know that you're competent and, you know, I've always found certainly. I know it doesn't happen for everyone, um, but I've been really lucky in that most people, once they know I'm competent um, and that I can do my job, they don't really care whether I'm a man or a woman. Cause they just want to know: yeah, yeah. Are you the person that does that right? Just you know, you'll do this. This is yeah. what I need. I need this drawing. I need this um, program. Whatever. So I've I've never really had many. You know, like say the odd one or two where someone will try and challenge that sort of like women uh, thing you know it's never sort of sold as that but yeah you know, there's always that sort of undertone but um I've had a really and I'm going to touch wood <laughs> um I've had a really really great experience in in industry um and I can say that really honestly um I, you know I've in all the jobs and the job that I'm in just now 
um, well, sorry, I'm, I'm the job after the one on site, I took a, a graduation level. One of the ladies who was um, I worked with in the first company, um, she worked as a planner for another company. She said, I think you'd be really good at this. My company's looking for a trainee planner. You know, I think you'd be good. Do you want to put your name in the hat and get sort of an interview for that? And I said, you know, actually, yeah, because site for me, it's been great. I love it. But because of my volunteering, I need to have structure and site. You don't always know that you're going to finish at four o'clock or five o'clock or six o'clock. You don't know sometimes, you know, um, because something can happen on site and you're, that's, you know, you're, you're stuck to, um, and you can be there as long hours. Um, and while I, that I don't mind that, I just wanted to kind of have a more structured um, approach um, to my, my work and time. So I thought the planning would be good because then it's, you know, mainly office space, but you still get time to go out and site. Um, so so that, was, that was the idea. And I got that job um, and then I worked with her for a year. Um, so I was working with like an old mentor um, in a new role, which was really good. Um, and she was really amazing as well. Um, and amazing as well because I had a woman um, yeah. you know, direct line. Um, so that was different as well. Um, and there was some really good, strong women in that company. Um, really strong um, characters, but really strong at their jobs. Um, and that that was just excellent to see, um, you know, for a woman coming into construction to see you know, what, what what good looks like in, in women um, in construction, you know, because I'd really been surrounded by mostly men up until that point. Um, so it was it was really different to see women doing really well, um, you know, in that business. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Inspiring. obviously, yeah, it was, it was really great for me to get some tips and how do you, how do you yeah. get this? And um, so that, that was really good. And then, unfortunately, last year, due to the pandemic, I was made redundant from that role. Um, obviously, you know, we, we all know what the situation was like last year. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and then I got approached by um, this company. Um, they were interested in speaking to me um, about, you know, coming for an interview. Um, and, uh, again, the rest, they say, is history here too. Um, yeah. And I've been here a year now, and I love it. And my role is... Um, quite um, a little bit different to what I've been doing before. Um, I'm working more, not solely just with planning, but also project controls and, um, you know, some data analysis and things like that. So um, it's an expansion of what I'm doing, but also ties in very well with what I've been studying in the quality management. Um, You know, we do lots of statistical and data analysis in that degree. And, you know, this is kind of helping me sort of bring all my... uh, um, interests and things all yeah. together into one bucket. So um, it's it's really been quite interesting and um, it's it's challenging in a good way because it's I'm learning all the time. Um, and again, I've got a great team who are really supportive and really encourage me. Um, again, I'm the only woman in my direct team um, because it's all it's mainly men. It's I think they're all over the me as well. So it's you know um, interested in that sort of point of view. But they're all really super supportive, really encouraging, and really helpful. You know, um, so I can't, I can't really complain much about my yeah. experience in, in industry. To be fair, yeah, and that's so positive. I think, like, really, I think like the main. This has kind of been a, a theme as well with some people that I've spoken to. Um, it's more about kind of our. Uh, I worry about going into it isn't it it's about the fact that we feel like it's not for us but when we get there women I'm saying we (laughs) when we get there 
it, like you just said, as long as you're kind of like able to do the job, no one really gives a toss whether or not you're a woman or a, or a male. <laughs> exactly. And that, that has been my experience. I, I do yeah. know that that's not everyone's experience. You yeah. Know, and and that, yeah. that is, and I, you know, I don't want to, um, I always feel conscious when I'm saying I've had a great experience. That yeah. I know that's not been everybody's because yeah. I don't want to minimise those women who have had exactly. bad experiences yeah. and some of them are really awful experiences yeah and definitely be better um yeah. having women you know talking about it having women in teams having women at board level you know getting women elevated within construction um and talking about it sharing our stories um will help more women come in and you know we yeah. can break, break it down a wee bit so that you know, less and less women until we, you know, it should be no women are having bad experiences. We should get the same opportunities and the same, you know, experiences that, that our male counterparts get at every every level, really. Absolutely. And so what are you doing at the moment? You're now going into schools and you're an ambassador. So can you just explain what your role is there? Yeah, so I do. I am a number of different um, volunteering um roles um with different hats on as i say um i do some things with the chartered institute of building and i've been working with them for the past six years and they're young professionals and young and new professionals because we're not all um young <laughs> so um and that's called tomorrow's leaders and we are the um, basically the, the young and new professionals coming into the Tartan Institute of Building. Um, I've worked with the Scotland group um, for the past six years, putting on events, um, going into universities and colleges and talking to students, putting on networking events, CPD events as well on topics, you know, like BIM or drone technology, robotics technology, that sort of things that are in construction, that are yeah. interesting to students that maybe you know it's not part of the full curriculum sort of thing so we're trying to give them a little bit of something and also networking with um other students and um young professionals but also senior people within industry as well yeah um so so we've been doing that um i'm also working with the chartered institute of building i've worked with them on a couple of different projects um to help um the institute sort of be more ready for young and new professionals and their voice and it's something that our ceo caroline gumbel is like hugely um a champion of um she had a piece in construction manager magazine last week um just about you know having the young people as the new voice for the future and how yeah. important that is um and and she's been fantastic and a great support as well um to be honest, all the CIOB people are as well. Um, and that, that's what it's, I say a CIOB people, but it's construction people. Um, construction people are hugely supportive, you know, um, doesn't seem to matter where you go. Um, you know, but any groups of construction people tend to be really supportive and helpful to each other. Yeah. Um, so we've done that, a couple of different projects, but helping the, the young professionals and the institute sort of having that conversation between the institute and the young professionals and what, what we need um, from the institute and what the institute can do for us and yeah. what's important to us for the future and that's something that they've you know jumped into with with wholeheartedness um they've um launched an app you know they've um you know they're working on a 2030 policy as well which is like you know and they're doing consultations with the young and new professional groups to see what topics are going to be important and how they embed that into their corporate plan you know yeah. for the coming years um, and we've done a governance review as well to make sure that the um, young and new professionals are more aligned with the main CIOB members so that we've got a clear sort of 
progression path yeah um, and that's been really really great to be involved with yeah yeah um and then i volunteer as a stem ambassador which is going into schools and um it's, it's more schools and things um because that's something i wasn't doing before and i think it's really important that the younger children get that story as well um so talking to school um about you know math subjects about how math applies to my job and to the construction industry as a whole um, I've been helping create sort of little maths resources in one primary school I'm working with to um, like help them develop their STEM sort of offering. Um, yeah. You know, they've, they've got ideas, and but I was like, I can help with the construction angle um, sort of thing. And just, you know, I can come in and do a talk or I can, you know, bring someone else to do a talk about something else in construction if it's not my experience, but um, I can help them with that. So I'm doing that with one primary school through the STEM ambassadors. Yeah. And I'm also doing a, a work with a, a brownies, a girl guiding brownies group on a Thursday evening um, and helping them and our local sort of brownie girl guiding area with um, some STEM offerings as well. Oh, cool. Um, so you're actually bringing the construction into the brownies as well. Yes, yeah. so I'm going to be doing oh, a, wow. a going to be doing like a role model workshop with them yeah. um, and just sort of talking to them about, um, you know, construction and what I do. Yeah. Um, but what you know again it's what I said before it's about letting them know about opportunities that are open to them so about saying to them these are all the amazing job yeah, goals that you yeah. can do um, it doesn't have to be construction you might want to be an engineer you might want to be you know um, a scientist or a mathematician or um, you know anything whatever you want to be um, there's people out there that do it and it's just about sort of showcasing that to the brownies um, so like I say that's what I'm trying to do and then I also volunteer as a, a volunteer admin with a company. Um, it's like online social media called Collabs.co.uk. And they, they're like a young and new professional sort of um, careers online website. Um, and they have careers, um, opportunities, events, that sort of thing. Um, and I just help them out with some bits and pieces and put on a couple of events and that sort of thing. They're really fabulous as well at what they do. Um, and I'm just loving being involved in all. It's just literally shouting the um, the STEM world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, amazing. I love it. You're enthusiastic. About it. <laughs> yeah, my God, it's incredible. It's incredible. And <clears throat> and so, do you feel like you're connecting? Do you have kind of like because obviously our focus is women and trade. Do you feel like that you've kind of got girls coming over to you and asking you about the the kind of construction world or the trade world? Do they feel yeah, excited certainly. about it? certainly getting much more um like that um i you know and i'm certainly you know you hear a girl saying oh i quite fancy being an engineer and i'll be like right tell me about it what do you want to do yeah um, um i certainly get people reaching out on social media and things like that like how can i do this um i also get a lot of people reaching out from different countries as well about construction um that um you know i've maybe been able to help mentor um you know through the, the, the power of um zoom calls over the last year um you know i've been able to mentor a couple of people towards you know their jobs in different countries as well which has been fabulous that i've been able to do that yeah um you know because um it's just it's amazing to me all the technology that we have nowadays um but yeah girls as well like say women and uh, young people in general you know like reaching out on social media and i try and help where i can um sometimes i can't help much sometimes it might be just connecting them with someone or pointing them in the direction of an opportunity that's open i've seen a job role you know here you go have you tried this people have tried this company you know so sometimes it's just a little bit of matchmaking i guess 
Yeah. Um, and sometimes it is more in, in depth and sometimes, you know, it's maybe looking over their CVs and helping them interview skills. Um, sometimes it's been, a, you know, a, a sort of longer mentoring sort of um, where I've kind of supported them for a few months at a time um, while they're trying to find their feet, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it just depends on the person um, as to how I approach what I would help them and what their need is as well, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you're an amazing woman. I just don't know how you've got time to do all this stuff. <laughs> you just be, must be non-stop. <laughs> it's actually not too bad because it's because it's well because you love it as well. That's the thing. Yeah. Because you love it, it's you know it doesn't feel like anything yeah. difficult. Yeah. Um, and it is just like fun to me. You know, um, I, I love going to brownies on a Thursday night and um, you know doing the stuff that we do there. You know, last week it was party week. This week we'll be doing some work and playing some games. But it's it's games with purpose as well. You know. So we're learning stuff and teaching them. Um, and I learn from everybody I come into contact with as well. So I'm always getting, um, learning something new, whether it's, you know, about maths, um, which, you know, I said I wasn't that great at, but I'm learning. Um, and Or whether it's about people and, you know, what someone else may need that someone else might not need. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm learning as I go as well. So for me, that's a really valuable thing. And I just yeah. love it. I love everything that I'm doing. So, um oh keep up the good work it's incredible <laughs> and so i think kind of because uh, uh, we should wrap up soon because <laughs> we've never been on our call for like uh, 40 minutes oh sorry 50 minutes um but just so uh, if you could just give a little bit of advice to maybe some kind of like maybe some females out there that no matter what age they are could you kind of like maybe just give advice as to um what you think they should do to try and get into the industry and why they should get into the industry so what I would say to people is network, um, network, network, network. It's so understated um, and I don't think people realise the power of it. But certainly in construction, you know, um, network is really important. As I said before, construction professionals are so supportive. Um, you know, they, they want to help each other. If you find, you know, you find a good core of people, um, you know, let's say the, the room, the, the women in construction room on Fridays is fabulous. Um, so if you're a woman, definitely get along to that. If you can, I think it's one o'clock on a Friday on Clubhouse. So come along to that. You'll be made most welcome. There's an opportunity to ask questions and learn from people who are in the industry in different roles and different experiences as well. So come along to that reach out to us um, on social media, you know, in that sort of network. If you're not av available to go to, um, you know, in-person events, because obviously they're starting back up again, but try and do that if you can. Um, you know, there, there's loads of different groups. So it's almost like find your group, find something that works for you. Find something local if you can, if you can get to in-person events, if you can have have mentors as well, you know, um, you know, get a mentor that's really important you know if it wasn't for my mentors I'm, I'm forever saying it but if it wasn't for the people that mentored me I wouldn't be the person I am today um so so it's really important to get a mentor someone to show you the way um and just be you because I think you know you're the best at being you <laughs> and just be yourself and people will want you for who you are and will will love what you do what you bring to the table and if they don't they're not right people for you move on and you know find the people who are because there's many people and there's much more people who are are great people than there are that minority of people that are 
you know, not Negative. so great. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you having to not use construction <laughs> speak there. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, just find your people, um, you know, say hello to us, we're here, um, and, you know, get the support that you need. If you need support, reach out because it's there. Um, ask for it. Um, you know, people are more than willing to give it. There's plenty of um, different groups and companies that can assist you as well. Um, and people like myself will know about them and we can put you in touch with places that can help you. Um, and, you know, you should come into the industry because the opportunities are just amazing. You know, you can you can make a lot of money. You can do a job that you love. You can do jobs that you can suit around you know, what else you want to do outside of life, like me with volunteering. Um, and, you know, it just, it could, like in, well, in my case, like I say, it changed my life, but um, it can give you so much more if you if you want it. You know, it's there for the taking. So come come to construction and uh, <laughs> come and uh, enjoy what we do. Amazing. And and if anybody did want to reach out to you, what how would they find you? Do you have, like, Instagram or Yeah, Facebook I'm on all account? the socials. Um, yeah mostly probably linkedin and maybe instagram um i'm anuk kaffer on both of them um so yeah you can reach me on them fabulous okay we'll include those links well um i better wrap up there because i don't take up any more of your precious time just thank you so so much for joining us on the big doug podcast and we really really appreciate it you're inspiring and i hope you've inspired well i'm sure you have inspired a lot of people who are listening to this so thank, thank you, you. Thank you, Leila. Thank you, Big Doug, for the opportunity. So wonderful chatting to Annika Furt and hearing her story. She is an amazing lady. Before we go, just a reminder that this pod is part of a series in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards as we celebrate some truly inspirational women in the trade. And if you want to find out what else she's been up to, you can follow her on socials. If you want to know who, what else we've been doing, um, then give us a subscribe on your podcast provider and they'll be delivered straight to you. You can also follow us on socials. But until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.